Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and Instagram. The Jesus Witch Podcast is a show dedicated to opening the conversation about including Jesus in witchery practices. The goal of this podcast is to not be evangelical. The goal is to spread the love, light, truth, acceptance, and oneness that is Jesus Christ himself. Here at the Jesus Witch Podcast, we believe all people are loved by God and all people are loved by Jesus. We believe in community and the power of fellowship. We believe in giving whatever you reasonably can to help your neighbor who's in need. And above all, we believe in the power of creating a relationship with Jesus that is authentic and unique to you. Join me for new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday and be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome back to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and on Instagram. This week on the Jesus Witch Podcast, we're going to be talking all about in bulk, what it is, and how to celebrate it as a Jesus Witch. But this episode is super special, not just because it's the first episode of 2023 in our season, our fifth season of the Jesus Witch Podcast, which is like absolutely insane to think about that we're on season five um but it's special too because this was a live podcast episode that we filmed with a bunch of listeners of the jesus witch podcast we had like a live event on zoom that people grabbed tickets to and this is one of the episodes that we recorded as a result of that gathering in addition to the in bulk episode of the Jesus Witch podcast that you're about to listen to, during this live event, we also recorded a Q&A style episode of the Jesus Witch podcast where I answered questions such as how I knew that I was being called to be a witch, how I deal with the negativity, and what my favorite Sabbath is and how I incorporate Jesus with it. This Q&A episode is a Patreon exclusive episode. I'm not going to be publishing it to streaming platforms. So if you would like to hear the Q&A and how I get in depth with my practice, and different um, things that we talked about there. You can click the link that's in the show notes page to become a Patreon supporter of the Jesus Witch Podcast. This episode is available to all Patreon supporters of the Jesus Witch Podcast, no matter what tier you're in. I also want to remind you to subscribe to the Jesus Witch Podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on. And please rate the show five stars because it really helps get the word out about this podcast and helps me to continue making it. But now let's jump into this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast and talk all about Imbolc. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. So this is a very special episode, not because it's the the first one after our like Christmas holiday break, but also because it is our first live episode ever. So I am not alone while recording this particular episode. I have a couple of friends hanging out with me. Would you guys like to unmute yourselves and say hello? Hello. 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 <laughs> Hi. all right cool um so we are recording this like live on zoom and um so we're gonna be talking about in bulk today which is one of the eight wheels of the or the eight sabbaths of the year on the wiccan wheel of the year calendar um in bulk is um is also known as in bulk um, it invokes starts the midpoint between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. So it's like the exact halfway point of winter um, and the, you know, signifying almost like, you know, being over winter time. Um, so the name Imbolc is derivative from the Irish word, which is I mulg, um, which I'm so sorry, I can't like pronounce things <laughs> like correctly like that, but um, it is the word translates 
into the into a phrase that means in hold or in the belly, which is a reference to pregnant ewes, which are pregnant uh, female sheep who give birth to baby lambs in early spring. So there's a lot of lamb um, symbolism when it comes to in bulk, um, which makes sense because if you think about the next wheel of the year holiday, which is Ostara, and you know then you also have the Christian holiday Easter. There's a lot of lamb and um, you know, sheep imagery during those holidays as well. So this is where this starts because right now this is when the ewes are pregnant with the baby lambs that are going to be born for springtime. Um, so in bulk, it was celebrated by Celtic pagans traditionally who honored the triple-faced goddess Bridget. Um, she is the goddess of inspiration, creativity, healing, um, blacksmithing, and craft. Po and poetry as well as and creative writing. Um, after Christianity took hold in Ireland, Bridget was like brought over to become a saint because in Ireland, she was like so important and such a big figurehead that, um, you know, the people who were trying to convert Ireland over into Christianity couldn't get um, the people there to basically buy into Christianity without her. So St. Bridget was, or uh, Bridget was then um, created as a saint um, and her in bulk then became popularly known in Ireland and through Christian faiths as St. Bridget's Feast Day. Um, she's also a fertility goddess and rules over the fire um, of the hearth and home. So in bulk and St. Bridget's um, Feast Day are really good times to like spend in your home, but we'll talk more about like things to do during this holiday in a little bit. Um, now a quick break from this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast to talk about a few ways you can help support the show. One way you can help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast is to become a supporter of us on Patreon. On our Patreon, there are four different tiers that you could choose from, and they're all named after tarot cards. We have the Fool, the Magician, the Hierophant, and the High Priestess. In the Fool tier, you get early ad-free episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast, extended show note pages when available, Christian tarot grimoire pages, and access to our monthly community oracle reading. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool tier, tarot spreads to help your connection with Christ, spirit, your higher self. I also like to put out new tarot spreads for each full moon or new moon, wheel of the year holiday, and zodiac sign. In the Magician tier, you also get one Bible-based spell grimoire page each month. This teaches you how to incorporate the Bible into your own spell practice. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool and the Magician tiers, as well as a Happy Mail package from me every single month with the ingredients to make a spell, as well as an extra Bible-based spell page for your grimoire. And then you get access to our spellcasting Zoom each month where we do the spell that I sent you together. In the High Priestess tier, you get everything from the Magician, Fool, and Hierophant tiers, as well as an extra Bible-based spell from the Sun and Moon Oily Co. in your Happy Mail package each month, and a one-on-one -on -one Zoom call with me every single month to discuss your practice, how you're growing, and any suggestions that I could give to you to help you on your path. Patreon tiers start at $6.66 per month, and you can find the link to that in the show notes page. Another way you can help support the show is by shopping at my Etsy shop, The Sun and Moon Oily Co. Over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co., I offer Bible-based spell oils, ritual bath salts, Jesus Witch or Christian Witch-specific mystery boxes, and custom spell oils. Over on my Etsy shop is where you can also book different types of readings with me. I offer tarot readings for your inner child, channel messages from Jesus or from Lilith. I also have a listing for general tarot readings. 
You could grab a soul contract reading between yourself and another person or yourself and a deity that you're working with or curious to work with. Or even grab an astrology reading for yourself or an astrology reading for your kiddos to help you parent them better and more effectively. There's also Jesus Witch merch on my Etsy shop and so many other things that I am planning on adding to my shop. So head over to the Sun and Moon Oily Co. to check that out. Another thing you can do to support the growth of the Jesus Witch podcast is join our Discord community. The Jesus Witch Church is our free 18-plus Discord community where we host Jesus Witch Church services and moon circles. This is your place to ask all Jesus Witch or witchy questions in general and make some really awesome friends. You can find the link to our church in the show notes page. Another free way you could support the Jesus Witch podcast is by sharing this show with a friend and rating it on whatever podcasting app you're using with five stars. Leaving us a nice review really helps get the word out about the show, and don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Another thing you could do to help the creation of the show is send a donation to the Jesus Witch Podcast via Cash App or PayPal. It takes a lot of time and effort for me to create the Jesus Witch Podcast, and getting donations helps me get the support and help that I need to be able to create this type of content for you. Donations also help keep this podcast free to everybody, so if you love this show and the information that's being put out there, please consider sending a donation to my PayPal or my Cash App. The username on both is the Jesus Wedge Podcast, but the link for both of those can be found in the show notes page. And the final way that you could help support the creation of the Jesus Wedge Podcast is by sending me a gift. In the show notes page, I have the link to my Amazon wish list. Everything that I put on this wish list was put there to help create content for you. Simply put, buying things off of this Amazon wishlist helps me so that I don't have to purchase them myself, so I can put more of my resources in towards making the Jesus Witch Podcast. If you would like to support the Jesus Witch Podcast by buying me a gift or in any other way, you could find all the links to everything mentioned in this ad in the show notes page. Now let's get back to the show. As a saint, she was known um, for feeding the poor and healing the sick. Her whole story is that she went around Ireland and like fed people during the potato famine and um, would help people who were like sick and tried to like, you know, nurture them. Um, So she was a very nurturing character, very motherly character, which also would align with her goddess self or with her being more of a fertility goddess and um, a goddess of the hearth and home. Um, It should also be noted that um, I didn't go like super into this part because I didn't feel like it was the specific... um, specifically important to invoke itself, but it should be noted that Orthodox and Catholic churches celebrate the holiday Candlemas on February 2nd. Um, Candlemas is also known as, um, which is, this is this is celebrated on the day after invoke, the day after St. Bridget's feast day. Um, it is also known as the feast of the presentation of Jesus Christ and the feast of the purification of the blessed Virgin Mary, or the Feast of the the Holy Encounter. This holiday commemorates the presenting of Jesus into the temple as a baby, um, which is depicted in Luke uh, 2.22 through through verse 40. And then um, February 2nd is also exactly 40 days after Christmas, which signifies um, the end of the uh, postpartum period for Mother Mary. Because if you didn't know, the postpartum period actually lasts 40 days. And so this holiday commemorates that. Um, The whole story of um, baby Jesus being presented into the temple. So essentially like on um, the eighth day of life, 
you know, babies are, uh, Jewish babies are brought to the temple to be circumcised. So this is when, um, on the Epiphany, that's really kind of when that's sort of like celebrated weirdly, like, or not weirdly enough, but partially enough. Um, but when they brought Jesus to the temple in Luke 22, that was when Mother Mary and Joseph were bringing him there to commemorate his life to the Lord. It's a big thing. And this is also like, um, echoed in the Leviticus laws of when to bring a baby to the church for the, or when to bring a baby to temple for the first time. And when a woman is ritualistically clean enough to go to a temple after giving birth, um, they want to make sure that she's not bleeding anymore because that's like that in Leviticus laws, when a woman was bleeding, um, they weren't clean and couldn't go into the temple. So that was what um, February 2nd really highlights and, um, celebrates then. Um, so this is also the end of the Christmas season for a lot of Christians. There are a lot of like people who will keep their Christmas decorations up or like some sort of light in their home until February 1st or February 2nd. I'm personally doing that intentionally this year, leaving up my Christmas decorations all the way up until like February 1st. There are like little things that I'm personally going to take down, like the stockings and like the little tchotchkes, but we're going to keep the trees and all the light bringing aspects of the decorations in our home um, just to symbolize that like light of the world and on like like you know candle mass there's a lot of like different candle rituals and services by candlelight in churches so I feel like leaving the lights up on the Christmas tree is kind of like echoing that energy um so let's talk about a couple of symbols for in bulk so there's a couple of colors that you could work with during in bulk those are white red pink, black, and blue. Um, also, any colors that you can currently find in nature for any wheel of the year holiday is like perfect, right? So like if it snows outside for you during in bulk, working with white might be a really cool thing because you have white snow outside. Or if you live somewhere a little bit warmer and you're seeing a lot more green, like a lot more early elements of spring already, you can work with some green elements and incorporate that into your practice as well. I really feel like wheel of the year holidays um especially like the in-between sabbaths like you know like in bulk and um Mabon, the ones that are like not honoring a, a season change like the equinoxes um they're more i feel like they're more like better like i feel like it's let me rephrase that i feel like it's easier to spend them outside with nature versus like doing a lot of like different ritualistic things because i feel like these are more observation holidays and like you know, ones where they, ancient people from what I could, like what what I understand, they would do a lot of like getting their homes ready for the season or, you know, having a big feast and getting like eating things that, you know, were in season then and getting rid of like props that needed to be gotten rid of sort of things. Um, these like kind of in between phases were almost like getting ready for the upcoming season and preparing. And I feel like spending time in nature and observing like the, how the earth is changing and, and moving into the next season might be useful during these times. Um, so a couple of foods that you could work with during in bulk, um, baked goods, because you know, you're, those are baked in an oven, which is kind of like in the belly. It's kind of symbolizing that um, whole process. Um, you could do winter vegetables because those are what's in season, um, seeds, dried fruits, buttermilk, cheeses, because all of those can be gotten from lambs or sheep. Um, obviously then lamb meat and mutton as well is something that people would consume during in bulk. Um, 
some stones that are associated with Imbolc are amethyst, bloodstone, garnet, onyx, ruby, and turquoise. Bloodstone, I feel like is a particularly fun one for Jesus bitches to work with because specifically with like African bloodstone, the legend is that um, when Jesus was crucified, there was some bloodstone on, or I'm sorry, there was some Jasper on the ground under where his cross was. So as he, you know, died and some blood dripped onto the ground, it like got soaked into the Jasper and created the bloodstone. Um, so that is a good stone to connect you uh, to connect to Jesus using. Um, so then some symbols that are like associated with Imbolc, candles, cauldrons, because those are for heart and hearth and home, um, obviously candles for bringing that light, that fire, um, chalices, cows, sheeps, and swans. Um, so some flowers and plants that could be used during Imbolc, snowdrops, obviously because we're in winter still and like snow, um, angelica, basil, which is good for abundance and prosperity, bay leaf, laurel, and um, calendula. Then some deities that could be honored during this time. Non-Abrahamic uh, non deities that are commonly honored during Imbolc are Brigid, Aphrodite, Eros, and Hestia. And then the ones that I feel like you could honor from the Abrahamic pantheon during Imbolc would be Jesus because he's the lamb of the world, Mother Mary because she's home, heart, pregnancy, and fertility. And then obviously St. Bridget, if you don't want to go that far off. Um, we don't do saint work in my house like that much. I mean, like I work with St. Paul because he weaseled his way into my practice and he's super incessant and wouldn't not let me work with him. But um, for in bulk, I really do highlight St. Bridget with my kids because one, I do like the idea of having like some sort of divine feminine in their life. And like, you know, having my little boys understand that, you know, source is not just doesn't just look like them kind of thing um, and having them understand that spirit can look like anybody. So I like to honor St. Bridget during that day. I also just really like her story. I'm, I'm a sucker for a badass woman and, you know, Bridget seems like a badass kind of person, like the saint aspect of her. So I just think she's fun. So we do work with St. Bridget on that day specifically. And we talk about her and we watch videos about her story. Um, and it's really fun. Um, we also obviously talk about Jesus being the lamb of the world. And while we're like, I usually like I'll have my kids color in a picture of like a lamb and I will um, tell them that like, oh, you know, like we're looking at lambs, you know, Jesus could be the lamb of the world and like kind of connect it that way. But I don't, you know, like I do it in like a more flowy manner. Um, for myself working with these symbols, like outside of, you know, just momming, a lot of my holidays are celebrated as a mom because that's just how I am. Um, that's what happens when you have kids. You kind of celebrate your holidays with them. Uh, <laughs> but um, for me and my workings, I really like to do a lot of candle magic. I do candle magic all the time, but especially during Imbolc. And I try to use snow during my spell. Even if it's not snowing outside, I keep a jar of snow in my freezer. Um, <laughs> normal witch things from New York. <laughs> and um so I keep it in my freezer and I'll just use it during an invoke spell um, for transformation and to help me let go of like the hardships that I've already experienced throughout the year, like the beginning of the year and like just create, keep creating transformation and keeping that momentum in my life. Um, so that's what I like to do like with those specific symbols. Um, so I have a few ideas for like how to celebrate invoke as a Jesus witch and I'm going to share them with you. So firstly, um, taking a, lot, a walk outside in nature and spending some time there. 
Um, like I was saying before, observing any signs of budding spring. Um, and then if you would like to incorporate the divine feminine into this practice and like a, a Bible verse into this, um, you could read Proverbs 8, 22 through thir uh, 31 to be reminded of her influence on creation and then kind of just discuss that with her out outside in nature. I always encourage you to go outside barefoot if you can. Um, I know some places it's, you know, too cold to do that by February 1st, but, you know, even if you just want to do it for like a second and get that like earth on your feet, I totally, I always will encourage that no matter what the weather is. Um, so another thing that you can do is create meals with intentions of what you would like to accomplish throughout the year. Um, so taking ingredients that have um, obviously like using the the foods that are associated with in bulk to invoke that energy, but also like using foods or herbs that would um, have magical properties to them. So like if you are seeking more abundance using basil, if you're seeking more protection, adding extra salt to your meal, if you um, have a lot of like things that you're wishing for this year and you would like them to come true using bay leaves, um, you know, like thinking about things like if you want more protection, clove, if you want um, more love in your life, maybe incorporating some sort of like rose element or lavender or um, even like a pink salt you could use for attracting love. Um, if you would like health or like abundance of health, garlic and oregano are good for those kinds of things. So like thinking about the intentions that you want to put into your meals and then telling each ingredient what they're in there for. Like if you're putting salt in there for protection, say to yourself like, hey, you're here to protect me and my family, thank you. Um, and having that kind of interaction with your food so that you're putting your energy into it as well as like activating the ingredients. Um, and then before you eat, thanking Jesus or thanking, you know, God or whatever deity you're working with for the meal and for the ability to make that meal and for the abundance that you have. So you're able to feed yourself kind of thing. That's like really important um, as well. Um, so you could also do some candle magic charged with the verse um, John 8, 12. Uh, and this verse says, Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads you to life. Um, so I liked this verse for in bulk because we're talking about light of the world, like being like in, um, you know, being in the middle of winter and focusing on the light and how these are, our days are getting longer and the nights are getting shorter. So we're having more light. Um, I feel like that would be a cool way to incorporate candle magic into this holiday. Um, so then the last thing I have written down is taking some time to journal and reflect on the beginning of the year, your accomplishments so far and the goals that you'd still like to complete. I feel like journaling is just a really great way to be reflective in a practice. Um, I'm not a big fan of like journaling for shadow work or journaling for like daily practice, but like when it comes to big holidays, I journal like for obviously we just had the new year. Um, I celebrate the new year hardcore when it comes to manifesting and I journal all of that out. So when it comes to in bulk, I'm going to read my journal again. I'm going to see all the goals and re remind myself of all the different things I would like to accomplish this year and take notes on how I'm, how I'm doing that, what I'm doing to get those things done. And um, also like thanking God while I'm recording these things, thanking him for the motivation I've had to do everything that I've been doing, for the ability to do what I'm doing, to for the resources that I have to do what I'm doing. Like 
those kind of things. I'm making sure that as I'm reflecting on my accomplishments and as I'm like re reaffirming my goals, I'm also reaffirming the fact that I'm grateful and I'm thankful for the opportunity to do what I do sort of thing. Um, so then a, so those are like my tips for celebrating in bulk and that like, those are the things that are associated with it and a little bit of like a history and whatnot of what in bulk is. Um, and then I have a little, I have a Bible verse for in bulk. So I like this particular verse because I was looking for something that had to do with winter um, and had to do with like the changing of the season from winter to spring. So this verse, um, this verse says, he sends the snow, he sends the snow like white wool. He scatters frost upon the ground like ashes. He hurls the hail like stones. Who can stand against his freezing cold? Then at his command, it all melts. He sends his winds and the ice that thaws. Um, I have to Google what verse that is because I wrote the verse down and I didn't remember to write <laughs> which one it was exactly. So um, that is Psalm 147 verses 16 through 20. Um, I really liked those verses for in bulk and like for you guys, I'm going to give you guys the extended show notes page when you, in the YouTube link, it'll be in the description there. So all these like, re think these are different resources and things will be available to you. Um, but that is, that's, that's the verse that I really like for in bulk. I thought it was really cool because it was specifically talking about how there was snow on the ground and then, um, at his command, it the ice thaws, it melts. I that's I thought that was really powerful and that was really like significant, especially for in bulk when we're celebrating like that midpoint when the world's starting to warm up again and we're starting to get back into the rhythm of like spring and warmth and sunshine. Um, so I really like that. I'm gonna be using that verse on my in bulk spells this year. Um, so that is everything that I have for celebrating in bulk and how to do it as a Jesus switch and different like ways um to incorporate christ into the holiday so um if you are listening to the recording of this podcast be sure to subscribe to the jesus witch podcast whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on here if you are listening to us live thank you for joining us for this specific recording um so <laughs> charlie let's stop the thing here